We're at the time in history when ISIS, also called Islamic State or ISIL, has cut off the head of someone in the media. And it was so atrocious that many chose to speak out against it, and one of them was Obama. Here's what Obama says about Islamic State. They've rampaged across cities and villages, killing innocents. They abduct women and children, subject them to torture and rape and slavery. They've murdered Muslims, both Sunni and Shia, by the thousands. They target Christians and religious minorities, driving them from their homes, murdering them because they practice a different religion. ISIL speaks for no religion. Well, really what Obama's saying here is, Islamic State is not Islamic. That's really what he's saying briefly. But you know, it's not up to Obama to tell us what Islam is. Islam is defined by Muhammad and Allah. And let's see what happened in the Sirah, the life of Muhammad, his official biography about all these points. And let's start with, of all things, rape. On the occasion of Kaibar, once the Jews had been crushed, Muhammad put forth new orders as to how sex would be had with captured women. They were not to be had sex with when they were having their period, nor if they're pregnant. So here we have Muhammad giving orders on how to have sex with captives. This is called rape. It is pure Muhammad. Now what about the issue of torture? Well, in the same event, once he crushed the Jews at Kaibar, he knew they had buried treasure, and so he questioned the chieftain. Where's the money? Where's the gold? Where's the silver? And he wouldn't tell him. So Muhammad ordered the chieftain staked out on the ground and a small fire built on his chest. Still, he would not speak. And so they unstaked him and took him to a man who had lost a brother in the fight against the Jews at Kaibar, and he beheaded the Jewish chieftain. So here in one event, we have torture, we have Jew hatred, and we have beheading. All of these are pure Islam. Now let's deal with sex slaves. From the lot of the women, Muhammad had chosen three to give as gifts of pleasure to his chief lieutenants. He gave one to Umar, gave one to Ali, and one to Uthman. Oddly enough, uh, Umar passed his, his sex slave on to his son. So sex slavery is pure Muhammad. Now what about slavery? I'm going to read you a list of things that Muhammad was involved in with slavery. All of these come from the Sirah. And by the way, all of these references can be found on politicalislam.com. He was involved in every aspect of slavery. He had Kafir men killed so their women could be made slaves. He gave away slaves for gifts. He owned many slaves, many of them black. He stood by while others beat slaves. He shared the pleasure of forced sex with women conquest. He captured slaves and wholesale them and retail them for the profit of jihad. His favorite sexual partner was a sex slave, a Christian woman who bore him a son. He got slaves as gifts. His pulpit was made by a slave. He ate meals prepared by slaves. His robes were repaired by slaves. And he approved of having sex with your slaves. And if a slave didn't obey his master, he would not go to paradise. Well, that's pretty clear about the slavery and issue of Islam. Now let's deal with the last thing, killing Christians. Muhammad had two records in dealing with Christians in Arabia. One was he was kind to them and listened to them. But once he had crushed the pagans, and once he had crushed the Jews, he then turned his attention to the Christians. He sent Khalid, also known as the sword of Allah, to the fort of a Christian ruler. And when the ruler and his brother rode out, they killed one and captured the other and subjugated the Christian tribe, made them obey the Sharia and pay the jizya. Let me be very clear. Muhammad was a pagan killer, a Jew killer, and a Christian killer. 
Now let's go back to what started this off. Who is to determine what Islam is? Obama? No. Muhammad tells us what Islam is, and we need to listen to Muhammad, and we can ignore Mr. Obama. Thank you.